Hello, my friends, kingdom builders and kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to another edition of the Living Word Mind of Conception podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that we can stay connected, continue to communicate, and to contribute to one another's life. So let's begin our journey right now. All right, praise God. Guys, it is 7.30 again, Central Standard Time here, uh, again here in Texas. So we definitely want to get started on our call tonight, Father's Business Video Conference call. Uh, to God be all the glory. It is a great blessing to be able to be on with you all and to share the word of the Lord and whatever God has placed in my spirit uh, to be a mouthpiece and a vessel uh, so that we can be encouraged and inspired ultimately in our faith, right? For again, the Bible says the just shall live by faith, right? And so everything that we do, we it has to be done uh, in faith and whatsoever is not of faith, as he says in Romans 14 and 23, whatsoever is not of faith is actually sin, okay? So what am I saying? God is looking for those that will believe him and trust him. And I know we could quote some scriptures, and I'll do that at the beginning here, but we got to get this thing to where the word of God has become alive in our spirit uh, in exclusively, right? Uh, again, going back with Sister Gorman was saying earlier, I shared some of these things at Lighthouse on Sunday morning about how the word of God has to be inclusive, but also exclusive. In other words, it is inclusive, but whosoever will, let them come, right? And so it's, it's out there for anybody. It's out there for everybody. But it has to also become exclusive to you personally that you know that I know God's talking to everybody, but he's talking to me, right? I received this. I received what he said, and I, I, I take ownership of it. I believe it, right? It's, it becomes an exclusive word in my own spirit, right? And so that's where faith really is, guys. And yes, we can encourage one another. We can inspire one another. We can motivate one another. But the word of God has to become exclusive uh, in your spirit, right? It has to become a living, breathing word, right? And so again, when the word of God says that the word is quick and powerful, we're talking about Hebrews chapter number four. Now, y'all got to stay with me. I think this thing is going to just flow here tonight. In Hebrews, write it down, and then you can look it up later. In Hebrews chapter number four and verse number 12, he says, For the word of God is quick and powerful, and it is sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of sunder of the soul and of the spirit, of the joints and of the marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the, when, it, when the Bible says, King James particularly, when it says quick, it just simply means it is alive, right? Uh, <laughs> it's not a dead letter, but it's a living word, right? And so that's where you and I have to uh, let that living word of his Bible, of his word, become an exclusive seed 
in my own mind, right? In my own heart. Because yes, it is inclusive. Whoever will, let him come. Whoever believes on him, whoever believes shall be saved. But that whosoever needs to become me, right? So I have to say, I know that God loves the world and I believe that he loves the world, but I got to get to a place where I truly believe that he loves me, right? That's exclusive, right? Inclusive is yes, he loves the world. We get that. He wants to be a blessing. He lets the sun shine on the good and the evil. He brings the rain, hallelujah, on the just and on the unjust. And we know all of that. That's inclusive. Whosoever is thirsty, let them come. And you have that right to come. But at some point, the word and the promise of God to you as an individual, to you and I as individual, must become exclusive. So in other words, he's talking to me, right? I receive this as God is talking to me. And so that is the difference of where faith really is in a person's life. And when you grab hold of that, it will bring forth the fruit or the power that's in the seed of that word. Nobody can do that for you, right? That is something that we all have to do for ourselves as individual believers. So the word has to become, uh, it has to become a living, breathing entity in my own spirit. And so again, watch this. God said many things, and I, I could go to a whole lot of scriptures tonight, but I, I'm really, you know, we got to be where we are, okay? And so he said that again, even some of the people that came out of Egypt did not benefit the word that was preached to them did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith. They heard the good news. They heard the, the promise, but the promise itself for some individuals never came into being because they didn't mix the promise or the word with faith. They never got to a place where their faith connected to the seed, the power that's in the promise. Okay, praise the Lord. Glory to God. That's good stuff, man. <laughs> so, so I got to get there. We, You, you got to get there. I got to get there. We got to get there. Because, folks, if you can believe, this is, Jesus doesn't waste his words. He doesn't say stuff to us just to make us feel good or make us religious. Mm -mm. He said, if you can believe, Everything is possible to the person that can believe. But that, again, becomes the exclusiveness of saying, this word is for me. God, yes, he's talking to everybody, but he is talking to me, right? And you got to get to that point where you, uh, whatever promise of God you are believing him for, that that promise in your spirit and in your mind becomes exclusive, right? That means I receive it. I receive the fact that God loves me, okay? Uh, you, you, uh, and I'm, I'm talking as a, a general statement. So the believer has to say, I receive the fact that God has mercy on me, that God has given me grace, that God has given me favor, that God has chosen to love me, 
Ah, that God has chosen. I don't, you'd say, well, why? Listen, I don't know everything. If God said, I choose to love you with an everlasting love, exclusively, you have to get to a place where you believe that. Did, did you grab hold of that? So I want to ask you tonight, and I want to show you in the book of Matthew, chapter number nine, because I mentioned this Sunday at Lighthouse of Praise as I was ministering to the congregation. But sometimes people don't really know where scriptures are. So I like to go back when we have an opportunity to show you the actual verses of where Jesus asked these two men that came to him wanting deliverance. It's Matthew chapter number nine and verse number 27. And in Matthew 9 and 27, he starts, and we'll read down to 31. And thank you, uh, Miss Veronica, for putting it on the Zoom app there. And so he says this, and when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying, saying, and uh, two, excuse me, two blind men followed him, crying, and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, now watch, watch what Jesus says to them. Believest ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Now look at the question. The question that Jesus asked those two blind men, that do you believe that I am able to do this? Folks, I know I'm going a little slow here, and, and I'm not trying to uh, minimize anyone's intelligence, but that's not what I'm doing here. But I'm trying to show you where faith has to become exclusive. Because the Lord wants to bless people. Healing is the children's bread, right? We have all of the different promises in the scripture about, again, uh, he took our infirmities. He bare our sicknesses, right? And that there should be no sickness among them. All of the scriptures. I mean, so many different ones. You can read different hundreds of scriptures on that God wants to heal us. And he wants to be our healer. But that seed, those promises, must get to a point in the believer's life where they become exclusive to the individual believer. That that believer says, I grab that, right? And that is mine. Glory to God. And I'm not going to let my own thinking, my own condition, whatever the devil says and whatever professional says to make me doubt that who God says he is. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb. Amen. All right. Glory to God. Amen. So, he says, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord, or yea, Lord. That's King James. Then touched he their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were open, and Jesus straightly charged them, seeing, seeing that no man would know that, you know. But, you know, they went, and they, they spread it abroad. Somebody said, well, why did they do that? Well, when you've really been touched by the master in such a miraculous way, it's kind of hard to keep quiet about it. <laughs> so they couldn't help it. They tried. They couldn't help it. All right. So, but my point is this, folks, 
Jesus is teaching us how this thing works. He says, do you believe that he is able? So this is where the question is for many people. The question for many people is that our focus a lot of times is on our own weakness and on our own inability for things to be transformed or to be changed. And that's where our energy is focused. It's focused on what we're dealing with. It's focused on where we're, what we're going through. Uh, again, it's focused on the winds and the waves that are all around us. But the notice what these men came to them. They said, we have mercy on us. We want to see. We don't want to be blind anymore. And so Jesus asked them a question. Isn't that amazing? Why didn't Jesus, I mean, they cried out to God. Why didn't he just touch them and heal them and, you know, their eyes be open? But he asked them something. He says, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. And the Lord knows all. And he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. And listen, their eyes were open. Why? Because their faith was not in their condition. Their focus was not on their blindness. Their focus was not on what they've been through or what they had faced all the years of being blind. And, oh, Lord, if I would have, you know, how I've been blind five years or whatever, you know. But their faith is, their focus and their faith was on, you are able to do this. Glory to God. Ooh, I feel something here tonight. And, oh, praise God, man. Glory to God. And how many times have we all gone through something? Whatever we're trying to believe God for, but our focus is not on his ability, but our focus is on our need for the situation to change. Yes, the situation needs to change. We need a deliverance. We need a breakthrough. We need a blessing, whatever it is. But watch how the enemy tricks us and our own nature tricks us to focus on the situation instead of focusing on the ability that God has to change the situation. Because faith takes focus, folks, people. So if, if I get, if, if, watch this, if I'm going to believe God, he, I have to, help me to say it the right way, help me, Holy Spirit. If I'm going to believe God for anything, then what he promised has to be has to take up all of my vision, if you understand what I'm saying. What he said and what he promised must become, I must allow that to be magnified. And the Bible says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name. Don't exalt the problem. Don't focus on the winds and the waves. I know that they're there, but focus on him. Do you believe that I am able to do this? Glory to God, man. Do you believe that I can bring you out? Do you believe that I can fix your body? Do you believe that I can heal your marriage? You know, whatever it is. I, I'm just going down the list as the Holy Ghost gives me things. You know, do you believe that I can... Uh, uh, help you financially, whatever it is. Do you believe that I am able to provide? Do you believe that I am able to meet your needs? Do you believe that? So my point to you is tonight is Jesus is trying to get us because again, notice how he said, he says, 
It's according to your faith that is going to come into being. So what I got to work on, what we got to work on, is we got to work on getting free from the distractions that cause our faith to begin to doubt, right? That cause us to begin to get concerned and nervous and one worrying, wondering. Well, and listen, let me say this the right way because I want you to grab hold of what I'm saying because I'm not demeaning or downplaying what we all deal with because we're human. We deal with stuff. But the reality is, where is my focus at? Where, where, where have I put my focus? And Jesus showed us this in the example in Matthew 14. We're not going to turn it now. You want to write that down. Where, where, he, where he was out in the, uh, they, he told his disciples to go to the other side, send them away in the boat. They got in the boat and Jesus was in the hinder part of the sleep. Uh, excuse me, I'm, I'm mixing stories. And he was, he stayed there praying. So there, the wind is going contrary to them. This is all found in Matthew 14. And then here comes Jesus. <laughs> boy, boy, I tell you. Here comes Jesus walking on the water. And they all cried out. It's the spirit, it's the ghost, you know. Oh, they cried out. He said, no. He said, listen, it's me. I'm, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. You got to read the whole Matthew 14 chapter. He says, it's me walking on the water. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. It's Jesus. Do you believe he is able? My God in heaven. And uh, so he says, Peter says, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come to you out there on the water. And Jesus said, come. So Peter steps out of the boat, begins to walk on the water, and he did exactly what Jesus was doing, except something happened. He, start, he took his focus off of Jesus and started looking at the winds and the waves. And the Bible says this, and you want to read this in Matthew 14. He began to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me. Now, folks, if you, if you step down in water, you don't begin to sink. You go straight to the bottom. You understand what I'm saying? But my whole point is this. When you and I, as believers, Lord Jesus, uh, uh, heard that. When, 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 when you and I, as believers, can get rid of the distractions, not only what we see and hear, but thinking that is contrary to what God said. Folks, it's really simple. It, let me say it this way. It's simple. It's a lot simpler than people have made it. But we are distracted. We're distracted in what we're seeing. We're distracted in what we're hearing. And then it affects the seed of our mind, right? Uh, it's very easy to be fearful if you're watching the 6 o'clock news all the time, it ain't doing nothing but pumping fear in you every single day. This is bad. That's bad. We're doomed. If you don't get this shot, you ain't going to survive. You got to do this. If you don't do this, this, it's over for you. Wait a minute. What did God say about all of this? So, but your faith can't grab hold onto the promise of God when you have been, 
when your focus has been distracted or divided by what everything and everybody else is saying. So I want to encourage you tonight. Hear the word of God, right? Remove distractions. Do all you can do to make sure that you allow the word of God to have the preeminence in your life. So it's, it's very, very practical teaching tonight. So what am I saying? Because in order for your, for the prompt, because God doesn't lie, folks. Let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you, can I just talk about myself just for a second? I remember one time I was just complaining to God, you know, and when it was a financial thing and I was saying, I don't, you know, we got all these children and all this stuff, you know, and we, you know, whatever. I'm just complaining. I, can I just tell you, I'm just complaining. And God said, I don't lie. And I'm like, and I said, well, what do you mean, Lord? He said, I don't, I don't lie. And I, and I said, Lord, what do you mean? He said, did not my word say that I will supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory through Christ Jesus? So if you're telling me that, you, that I'm not meeting your needs, then you're basically saying that I'm a liar. And I, of course, I said before, when God is talking to you, when he's asking you questions, just don't answer. Just let him teach you. He says, no, I always give you enough. Glory to God. Boy, somebody got to hear this. He said, but many times my people have not listened to me and how to deal with everyday affairs of life. If you listen to God, God can teach you about everything. He can teach you about your money. He can teach you about your grocery bill. He can teach you about your cable. I mean, whatever it is. If you listen to God, God knows everything about everything. But we don't think that way. We think, oh, God's only concerned about spiritual things. No, God's concerned about everything that pertains to your life. So when you listen to him and follow his own instructions, watch this, God doesn't lie. Now, that's something I had to deal with. I don't know what you're dealing with, what you're going through. But God, told, he, I mean, he rebuked me because I was complaining, basically, like, God, you... You know, you ain't doing what you said you would do. God said, I don't lie. I do not lie. If I said I'm going to meet your needs, I'm going to meet your needs. But in that, I have to be obedient to the instructions that God has given us. All right, so listen. Glory to God. This is getting a little tough here tonight. I hope y'all can still take this. But so I have to learn how to focus on what God said, right? And I have to learn how to focus on who God is. Again, like I just said, it, the, will, will God lie? Will he tell you that he's going to meet your needs and then don't do it? I mean, if, the, if, if that's the God we serve, folks, we in trouble. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're in big trouble. If we're serving a God that says he will meet you all of your needs and then refuse to meet all of your needs. Man, we're, we're in big trouble. But the truth of the matter is, and the understanding of it is this, is that I have to understand God's character, believe what God said, and also believe who he is. Do you understand what I'm saying? If God said that he's a healer, then I got to say, okay, God, okay, you got to work with me here. Wherever my faith is, show me what I need to do. And, and, and I'm going to believe you to, to, to bring forth the fullness of the process of however it got to be done. Okay? 
Glory to God. So next thing is this, is this. Focus on what God said and focus on who God is. All right. Now, with that being said, the next thing is this, folks. Speak only what you believe and never speak what you see. Let me say that one more time. When you're trying to believe God, speak only what you believe and not only what you see, right? Don't be, as one man said before, and I like it, don't become a commentator of your problems. God knows the problem. But because we believe, therefore we speak. Say about yourself what God has said about you. I don't care what you're going through. I remember, and my wife can be a testimony, I remember when we was struggling to even sometimes paycheck. The paycheck was, it was before the paycheck. But even then, I would confess every need is met. Every bill is paid. Every debt is canceled. We walk in divine health. We do not lack. We do not want. We have supernatural provisions. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, I'm saying, saying what God says. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay? And so now, understand the character of God. So I have to believe what God said. But I also have to learn how to believe who God is. And so let's go to one more uh, tonight. Uh, this is some heavy, this is some, some meat tonight for those that can hear it and those that want it, right? Because folks, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Is that right? It, it, listen, my works, your works, your good deeds, they're all wonderful. Thank you so much. But faith pleases God. It's not our good deeds. It's our trusting in him, trusting in what he said, uh, trusting in his character, uh, never accusing him falsely of being something or, or not being something that he said he is. Right, right, charging God foolishly, blaming God for, for things we go through or whatever have you. I think Evangelist Angie was saying earlier, the young men were kind of discouraged because of some of the things they were going through. But folks, again, that's when we have a lack of knowledge of the word, that's part of the part of the deal. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation. So God is not, you know, <laughs> God is not trying to pull the wool over on your eyes. He said, you're going to have trouble. But he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. But he told you, you're going to have trouble. I mean, come on now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay. Amen. So speak only what you believe and not just what you see. Right? Speak the promise and not just the problem. Mm. I know the problem is there. But I got to learn how to speak the promise, okay? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak, all right? And the way God designed us as his children is to operate just like him. That whatsoever you say, if you believe it, out of your mouth, whatever you say, you will have what you say. So 
That's why you have to deal with your own heart. Okay, glory to God. I I, I might be taking y'all too far tonight, but but so let's 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 get ready to wrap this thing up here. Glory to God. So I got to speak what I believe. What do you believe about your situation? Okay, then first of all, what did God say about it? Where's the promise? What promise do you have that says my situation is not lining up with the word of God? So I got to take the word of God and speak it over my situation. So folks, this is not a religious message. Just religious folks can't get with this. But I'm talking about dealing with every single day life, the conditions, the things that we got to deal with. This stuff, you got to work on your own heart and building up your faith. And you want to write this in there if you're still writing the scriptures in there. You want to write this in Romans chapter number 10 and verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing. So listen, you got to make sure you watch out what you're hearing. Right? Listen, because it, it, it still, whatever you do, it got to be by faith, right? And, and many people in the past, there have been people in the past that say, you know, because, you know, they know I don't watch the news and everything. And they say, well, how are you going to know what's going on or whatever? I said, folks, listen, God knows everything about everything, folks. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing that God don't know, man. So if you really need to know, if you're in tune with him, he's going to let you know. But amen. Let me get off of that tonight. Glory to God. Okay, so, but Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I got to make sure I'm not being distracted by uh, all the voices that are in this world, folks. Man, I'm telling you, if you listen to some things long enough, you will be fearful. I mean, you know, and we had, and just two years earlier, we had a picture of that. I mean, I know, I know there's a virus out there. I know it, but wait a minute. I understand it's out there. Amen. Had my, had my, had my part in it, but understand what is God saying? Because if you listen to just people, oh, you're going to die. It's over for you. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is God saying? That's all I'm saying, folks. That's all I'm saying. So he says, again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So here is something I want you to understand. I want you to go to the book of Psalms, chapter number 27. And we're going to wrap it up with this tonight. You got to you and I have to believe. Folks, if, if, listen, if you're struggling in your faith, that's something that you can really pray about. You can go to God and say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, work with me, Fit, you know, help me to help me to uh, change my belief system, you know, in on the inside. Right. Uh, I don't want to you don't want to get to that point where you you some kind of way you believe that you're supposed to just struggle. Well, I understand there is tribulation in this world, but Jesus said I overcome the world. See, he also said. I always cause you to triumph, that I give you the victory. See, these are also things that he said, that you are more than a conqueror. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even your faith. Yes, you're going to be challenged. Yes, you're going to be tested and tried. 
but he wouldn't tell you that you would overcome unless you were going to be tested. But he said, this is the victory. First John five and three. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Glory to God, folks. So you got to get that in your spirit, right? And it could be a blessing to you. Glory to God. So, uh, yes, yes, good, real good. So now let's go there. Uh, uh, Psalms 27 and verse number 13. And uh, I want to read this to you. Amen. Glory to God, because it's, it's so powerful. And I do want to read it to you in a couple different translations here just to get a different degree of uh, understanding and comprehension of, of those verses. But he said, I would have fainted unless I believed. Wow. I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord. Where? In the land of the living, folks. I know People think, oh, once I go to heaven, everything's going to be all right. Yes, that's true. But, folks, we have some promises now on this earth as heirs and joint heirs with Christ that you can live uh, somewhat, as it were, a heaven-on-earth lifestyle, right? Uh, so you don't have to just wait till you get over in the great by-and-by to enjoy the blessing and the favor of God. Glory to God, man. Yes. I mean, amen. The Lord is good. Amen. And he's great. And he's greatly to be praised. So let me read this just in a few of these verses here. Uh, the God, the God's word translation says, I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in this world of the living. Wait with hope for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courageous. Yes. Wait with hope for the Lord, right? Watch this. There's some more. There's another good one. And the message translation says, I'm sure now I'll see God's goodness in the exuberant earth. Stay with God. Take heart. Don't quit. I'll say it again. Stay with God. Glory to God, man. Amen. It's just some good stuff. And so watch this. There's, I mean, there's so many good ones, I tell you. Uh, he, watch this. The New, new uh, English translation says, Where would I be if I did not believe I would experience the Lord's favor? See, you got to believe this, man. You know, I, you, where would I be if I didn't believe that I would experience the Lord's favor? Folks, if you don't believe it, it won't happen for you. Now, I'm not saying, believe me. You, you got, I'm, I'm trying to make myself as clear as I can. Yes, preachers are called to preach the word, but this is, Jesus asked those two blind men, do you believe that I am able to do this? <laughs> I'm trying to get that, I felt that right there in the spirit. Somebody's getting this. So you work with yourself, work on yourself. Say, Lord, hey, I, you know, whatever it is, God, I got to get to that point where I believe you are able. You are able to do this, God. And I'm going to trust who you are. Shut up. And what you said. Ah, praise God, man. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch myself happy tonight. I don't know if I'm doing anything for you all, but I didn't preach myself happy tonight. Glory to God. I'm going to believe who you are, God. 
and what you said that you can do. And so if I would have fainted, I would have just gave up, I would have fell out. It, my life would have just been miserable unless I believed, unless you can believe to experience the Lord's favor. Glory to God, man. Stay with God. Ride with God. Believe him. Believe what he said and believe who he is. And I'm not going to turn there because I almost just feel like preaching here. Glory to God. Because this is an exuberant in my own spirit. Something, God's doing something to me now. And what I'm saying to you is this. Abraham believed God. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God, right? And he became fully persuaded. This is Romans 4, 20 and 21. You want to read it and, and get it in your spirit. Abraham became fully persuaded that what God himself had promised, God was able to perform. Well, that's really faith in a nutshell. Jesus said, do you believe I'm able to do this? Because I am able, right? I have the power. Glory to God. There's nothing that I can't do. Glory to God. If it wasn't for me, the sun wouldn't rise every morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. If it wasn't for Jesus, the winds wouldn't blow on the earth. The rain would never fall, right? The word of God is in control of everything. And in him, everything consists. The worlds were framed by the word of God. So things that are seen were made by things that we can't see. So everything is, is under his control. So do you believe that he is able to do what he promised you that he can do? And so when, when, when we get to that point, we give glory to God, right? We, we honor him. Right? We magnify him and we receive from him because we know that God did it. Whew. We know that God came through. Glory to God, man. You know that God is your provider. You know that God is the one that made a way out of nowhere. You know it wasn't your intelligence, your intellect, or your, your degrees or anything like that. You know it was the hand of God. And when you understand that, God gets all the glory and, and you and I get the benefit of the promises that he made to each and every one of us. So I really encourage you all tonight, glory to God, man, to, uh, uh, you know, get this word in your spirit and let, this, let the word, whatever promise God has said, let that promise become exclusive to you. God is talking to you. Right? Do you know that he loves you? Do you believe the love that God has for you? Believe his character. Believe what he said and believe who he is. God is great. God is good. Uh, there's nobody like him. Right? He, he, amen. Glory to God. So, listen, we'll, 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 we'll probably come back again to this a little bit next week and maybe try to go to some more of those scriptures here and give you the opportunity to see it through the word of God. Uh, sometimes I quote a lot of scriptures, and I know that sometimes everybody that hasn't actually seen those scriptures 
uh, but out of Hebrews 11 where it said the worlds were framed by faith we understand that the worlds were framed that's Hebrews 11 1 through 5 that the worlds were framed by the word of God so the things that are seen were made by things that do not appear so everything is controlled by the word of God folks everything don't 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 fool yourself don't let the enemy trick you don't let them make you think that all of this stuff, if God don't know what's going on and God don't see this and God don't see that. No, that's 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 a that's a that's a falseness. That's a fault. That's that's fallacy. That, that's not true, folks. Uh, and you got to understand that. So we love you in Jesus name. Uh, I pray that you were able to just receive this tonight. And I'm grateful to God. And I give him all the glory for what has been spoken. And what has been said tonight, I'm telling you, uh, you if you that get the podcast, I want to encourage you, glory to God, tonight in particularly, uh, and it'll be up there on the podcast, and I'll try to get this up there as soon as I can, because I want to encourage you to uh, re-listen to this one as many times as you can. The exclusiveness of faith, right, to know that God is able, folks. And as you have believed, let it be done unto you. So again, uh, we thank God. Well, praise the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast today. We encourage you to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast, as well as our weekly newsletter at www.livingword.com. Corsicana.org. Also, we invite you to join our national video call on the Zoom app. Our personal room number is 931-432-8488. And the passcode is the number two. Listen, God bless you. Have a supernatural day. And we hope to contribute and communicate with you soon. Mm -hmm.